0: What's up, you guys? Happy fucking Sunday, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Brunch with Des B. And the B today stands for, um, I don't know, I'm kind of blanking, to be honest. Oh, Becca, here, we'll do that. The B today stands for Becca. I'm so excited for today's episode. As you see by the title of it, we are in for a treat, a fun interview. I actually haven't done a interview with anyone um, in a while kind of um, it's been at least a you know a good like month or so so it'll be a good switch up I like bringing on people to the podcast when I can and I'm never like against bringing people on the podcast but to be honest it takes a lot of energy to get people on like I have to reach out to them explain how we record get a time and day that works um, and sometimes like people just don't see my messages or don't see my DMs, so, people that I think would be really valuable to bring on. Sometimes it just, it doesn't work out because they like are too busy or they never get back to me or whatever it might be. So I like kind of dropping in people every so often. And today's really special because who we're going to be speaking to, Becca, is not only in my six weeks to shreds 3.0 challenge, but she actually connected with me beforehand. So it's kind of cool to now have her in the challenge and literally be bringing on a challenger as well as just a fellow follower. Um, And, you know, this is just what I want to do. You know, I want to give my platform to people who might not have a platform, but have a story to share. And sadly, I am one person. I can't do this like for everyone. I wish I could. I wish I could just bring everyone on my podcast. But um, Becca reached out to me. And when I read her email, I was just immediately like, Hell yeah, like let's get this shit on for sure. Um, So today I'm excited to bring her on with you. Now, in terms of housekeeping stuff, let me first and foremost tell you guys that Maddox is rolling everywhere. It's so cool. I feel like some people like their babies roll and they're like, oh, they, they did it once and then like they did it again like a month later and then they started doing it. But for Maddox, he did it the other day when I was in the fucking nail salon Of course, when I was at home, he did it for the first time. But then after that, he just started, he probably didn't do it for like a couple days, but he wasn't really on the ground much because we were traveling in in, uh, Utah. And then we get home and he is just like everywhere, like every direction, he is just roly-poly. But it's also kind of like scary because he is no longer allowed like on the bed or anywhere that like, even if we leave for a second. So he is just, His ass is on the floor to stay, Um, but that is pretty exciting. I also have been um, talking to my therapist again, which I'm super excited. Um, She had maternity leave for like a few weeks, so it's been really nice to reconnect with her, and if you guys aren't aware, I do use BetterHelp. I literally wish they would promote my podcast. Like, if I could be sponsored by BetterHelp, I fucking would, because BetterHelp has been huge. Huge for me. Um, I've not done therapy in like years. And now obviously with not just having a kid, but also just with quarantine COVID, all the things that have come up in the past year, it's like, do I really want to go in person yet? And I'm like, nah, I'll probably push that out a little bit longer. And so I've been doing better help, which I do pay for it each month, but I'll, I'll pay for convenience number one, and I'll pay for a qualified therapist and that's what I have so I love my girl shout out Corinne um I don't know much about you other than that you're amazing but thank you so I have been back in therapy it feels good feels good to talk to someone um I figured out that I I really like voice calls so like we used to do video call but I really enjoy just like being on the phone with her like a friend like that's kind of how it feels so I like going on walks and like putting my headphones in and then talking to her like doing my therapy appointment so last week we were at the zoo which was actually really fun. I thought it was going to be a drag because we had to like mask mask the whole time outside, but it was actually pretty comfortable. You know, you do what you got to do, and um, and it was really fun. But anyways, mid zoo, um, I remember I'm like, oh fuck, I have a therapy appointment at three, so <laughs> we literally stopped to eat, uh, stopped to eat, sorry, and um, I literally called her and I was like walking around the zoo, and like during this time, literally a follower saw me bro, a follower saw me and I tried not to make eye contact. Cause she literally said, wait, I know her as I'm like walking. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I'm literally on the phone with my therapist. Like I can't do this right now. And so she walked past and then I actually ended up getting a DM from her, um, saying like, I saw you at the zoo, but like, I didn't want to bother you. I don't know. Something like that. I'm like, thank God you didn't. Cause bitch, I was in the middle of a heated therapy session. <laughs> so if that was you, please email me. Like I would love to like, say, I'm sorry, or like, let's meet up at the zoo again. Um, but yeah, so this past week has just been really crazy. We obviously launched Six Weeks to Shreds 3.0, and we only have one more challenge left for the year. Um, I'm finishing up my Strong Ass Moms program, um, which that will be launching in probably end of May or June, a uh, 10 week postpartum program. I'm so excited for it. Three phases done immaculately. I'm actually recording also new exercises for the DBFT app, um, which I'm really excited. I I love that people can create their own workouts on my app. So not only do I want to get some new workouts in future programs, um, but I also want to give you guys the opportunity to have more exercises like to choose from. So pretty excited for that. Um, but six weeks to shreds, biggest challenge we've ever had. You guys blew our minds. Like I 100% we as DBFT, like we deserve it. Like we work our asses off to create a one in a million experience for our challengers, for those people, a part of our community. And we 100% give that. Like, I'm so confident to say like, yeah, we fucking deserve people in our challenge because we change lives. Um, and we make it so personable and fun. You know who the coaches are. I'm there. Like, it's not like, people are just doing my dirty work. Like I'm still there in the group. I'm present. We have fun. Um, it's just a blast. It's a blast. So anyways, thank you guys so much who bit the bullet with us. Um, it is so special and it, it's, it just reminded me that like we can do this DBFT, like we can still change the fitness industry. Like we can still make our mark. So thank you guys for that. Um, Lastly, Patreon girls obviously just had a fucking killer workout yesterday, um, tier two and tier three. So this coming weekend on Saturday, we have tier three only. And then the following week, we go back to tier one, two, and three. So if you're interested in more details on that, click the join my Patreon um, link in the description box. Um, you can join the Patreon, join the chat. Everyone has access to it. We literally sell each other our clothes. Like we have a whole consignment tab on our group chat. It's just a lot of fun. It's, it's a nice place for, us to all just like be ourselves and share things that are pretty intimate, but just in such a private group. And like, no one really knows everyone. Right. So it's like, you can say whatever you want and like, we're just here to listen. So if you're looking for that kind of community, um, that's a little bit less expensive, obviously than like a challenge or buying a program. Um, you can do that all workouts. You can play back and they're all yours. You know what I mean? Use them, write them down, do them again, whatever is comfortable for you. So, um, without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Again, I'm so excited to share this one with you guys. Um, and you know, more to come. I have a a few amazing people that I'm going to bring on here soon as well to just continue to diversify the people that we bring on this podcast, um, and more. So I hope you guys have an amazing day. Happy Sunday and enjoy the episode. Well, I'm so excited to be talking to you today. I, I'm so glad that you emailed me and just like sh- shot your shot, so to speak. Because so I'm like, I sometimes I can't get to everything. So when people are just like direct and just like, hey, here's what I want to do. It's like, wow, thanks for actually taking that <laughs> off my plate. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> I was just like, I thought about it and I filled out your form and I was just like, I just need to tell her like just more about what I want to say or yeah. just talk about. Because I just think you have so much like different representation on your podcast. Mm -hmm. I was like, let me just throw it out there. Like, I don't know if she has anybody to talk to about this stuff. Um, So yeah, I just kind (laughs) of shot my shot. No, it was, it
0: was, no, it was perfect. And I'm, I'm so excited. I, I've been meaning to, before we kind of like give away, obviously we're going to be talking about, but I've been meaning to bring, you know, more diversity to my podcast and, um, you know, timing has just never aligned right now, but now I have quite a few, lined up, including yourself. So I'm really excited to kind of like dish them out in between episodes and just give different people the mic and just kind of hearing their stories and ultimately being able to also like empower other people to know that like this is a safe space for them to listen to and and to know that the person that they're supporting supports them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's really important. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for being on. I Want to start first and foremost? We we haven't really like talked a lot. Like don't get no. me wrong, like I you know I've like creeped on you and stuff. But by no <laughs> means are we like regular messengers or like hey, oh my gosh, how's life? Um, and you're super close to me, so I'm gonna give you the floor. And remember, this is a podcast. You can talk as long as you want, do what you want, say what you want. We are explicit rated every single episode, so <laughs> <laughs> do whatever you want to do. Um, but tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, up until the point where like life changed for you so let's just like talk like you are growing up who are you and what do you stand for
1: okay so let's see i grew up in boston like right outside in north andover um it was just a really um so i am in columbus now obviously. Yes. Um, so it's way different. Um, a lot like really liberal there. Um, just like the way of life is just much different. So I grew up, um, I went to private school my whole life. Um, I actually went to boarding school for high school. I went to an all girls um, school. So that was really different. A lot mm-hmm. of people here don't do that. But that is like, much more prominent there is going away for school. Um, even if you're in the same town, just like living in the place that you live. Um, I have a little brother. We are both adopted from my parents. Um, my parents adopted us when they were over the age of 50. Um, it's lots a little bit different too. <laughs> um, I just feel like there are a bunch of little things. Um, so I would say there, nothing was really exciting or changed in my life until, um, it's kind of weird. My is a little bit strange, but until like my senior year of high school, okay. um, but the person that changed my life was in my life, starting like the summer before eighth grade, so okay,
0: and so remind me when you're at an all girls school, is this like religion based is this like an all Catholic school? Is this just like a a normal boarding thing? like what was that experience like in general?
1: Yeah, no, so a lot of people ask like, "Oh, did your parents send you away? like what did
0: you do? <laughs> yeah, were you in trouble right
1: <laughs> right um totally no, I was not a problematic child at all, but I like to pretend. Um, no. So actually I went to, um, my best friend, her mom said, Hey, I'm going to bring the girls up to go see Miss Halls. It's a boarding school. I just want them to get different experience, since because I think going to a public school and growing up in public school is a lot different. I don't have that experience at all. Um, mm-hmm. so when you grow up in private school, you go to a private high school. That's most people in my class did. Um, so go, So my best friend's mom was like, I want to bring them there. I think that both of them going there together would be amazing. And she's not really someone that you say no to ever. So oh. we jumped in the car. Um, I visited and I just fell in love with it. Um, I okay. like never really connected with like a lot of s- different high schools that I went to um, mm-hmm. that were around me, but the all girls it has no like religious
0: affiliation it's just an all girls college prep school okay and so is the schooling the same like do you have standardized testing do you still have like proms or like dances <laughs> like do like is it do you have those experiences
1: um so no i didn't go to prom while i was at miss halls which okay. is what it's called so um i think it kind of depends so miss halls made a small like community with different schools around it so okay. I would say like if you're comparing it to a college it, it they do very much want it to be like a pre-college experience okay so like if I went because I went to Ohio Wesleyan for school close like places that we would play like in in high school so like a Denison for example like to Ohio Wesleyan we had those same kind of relationships with schools that we would like would play. So all the girls would play the girls teams, but we also had guys schools around us that we would keep relationships with and then have like dances or, um, oh, cool. I you know like the choir, I guess would like sing at different schools. Like we would do like one night where everyone would meet at one school and just like hear them all sing and just stuff like that. So no, they oh, like fun. still wanted us to have, I mean, we talked to boys, <laughs> but right. Um, Yeah, I guess that we didn't like. I didn't see boys every day or anything like that. But they tried on the weekends to have some sort of, and I they did try to have prom. I just wasn't interested at the time. It seemed like a lot because you have to travel so far, and I was just like, no.
0: Yeah, (laughs) just like you're you're like, yeah, I'm gonna pass. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that makes sense. And so you're you go through boarding school, and you mentioned that this person kind of enters your life. So I know that you have a pretty crazy story from what I understand going from there so when in order to unpack the rest of this you know amazing story about you I feel like we just kind of have to dive into the meat and potatoes to like get that out of the way so we can then explore the rest so why don't you take take the saddle and tell me when your life started to change
1: okay so it all started when the summer before eighth grade so my god that was like 10 years ago almost um, so my really good friend, this is the time like before <laughs> FaceTime, before like an iPhone, like, Right. I didn't have any of that. Um, so my friend without me went online, like in a chat room okay, and met this person named Nick Miller and, um, they were the same age as us. I mean, they, I think they were using like Omegle or something like that. I don't know if you remember that.
0: Oh my God. Omegle or yes. like AOL instant messenger. Yes, like all of
1: that stuff. So you can see the person, but right. you obviously like weren't meeting them in person. We were also in eighth grade. So, um, so that happened. She met this person named Nick. Um, and a couple days later, she came over to my house and was like, Oh my God, I just met the cutest guy. Like we have to, I think it was Skype at the time. You, we have to Skype him. Like let's talk to him. And I was like, okay, Sure. So we did, and we talked, and we talked, and we just did not stop talking ever. So that was my eighth grade, right before eighth grade. So we talked pretty much every day, Um, not like romantically at all until my senior year of high school, Um, but just like that was my best friend. Like everybody knew I was talking to Nick, literally texting him all day, would hop on the phone with him, would Skype him. For years, for I think when I, for like four and a half years.
0: So this is like video Skype, like yes, you're like seeing his face. Correct? Physical,
1: yes, like video. I am seeing this person, like in the flesh, and it was not like Zoom where you could like put some background in. No, like this is low with some raw
0: with some raw video. Yes, <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so, I guess we'll get to so my senior year of high school, um. We, again, we're still talking every day. And that's kind of when, like, feelings started to develop. Um, I was moving. So th- they lived, or Nick lived in Pennsylvania. So I was moving to Ohio Wesleyan. I had to figure that out. Um, so we were going to be really close. Um, and then I guess what happened really was one day I was literally in the bathroom. And I get a phone from Nick. And so I pick it up. I'm like, hey, what's up? And it was Nick's dad on the phone. And Nick's dad was like, "Um, I need to tell you something. Um, I don't know who you are, but you've been talking to a girl this entire time. There's no Nick. Um, Her name is Ronnie. And you will never talk to this person again. This is like the last conversation we're going to have about it. Um, But I just wanted to let you know and give you the justice for that what <laughs> yeah so and mind you like i'm in love with this person i i have been for years the whole time. years i was okay it just was never reciprocated and also at the time you don't really you no one was really dating like that uh, right. long distance and i was young um uh-huh. so i had always had a crush on nick but so hearing this was just like okay like <laughs> what is going on i was not expecting this i mean i kind of kind of knew um There was, like, a a weird rumor that we had heard a couple years ago. Um, But I feel like when you meet somebody online, they don't owe you anything. Oh, Um, yeah, for sure. So if this person, whatever the situation was, I was like, well, they don't really owe me anything. It was a fluke. My friend met this person on a chat site. And then we just happened to, like, hit it off and stay friends. So they don't owe me anything. Um, And when we kind of heard the rumor, I was like, you know, it's really just not my place to ask. Um, Right. So that's how i kind of thought about it so then i get this call and i'm like oh my god like heart shatters like what am i gonna do like this is my person you cannot dig this person away from me so i literally said to her dad on the phone i said um regardless of the situation at the end of the day i obviously don't know what's going on i don't know what nick or ronnie has to say about this um but you have to love your daughter you have to love your daughter Whatever she's going through, you're going to have to support her. Um, Was not received well. We kind of just had a couple more words and ended the phone call. Um, So that's kind of the first part of it. And then I finally got a hold of Ronnie um, a couple days later, because my phone was actually taken away at school because I was using it during class. Um, so OG, they,
0: the OG where they take it away yep. and you're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, they're
1: like, "You can have it back like after you do your sports at like 5:30." And I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like this is not the time to have my phone not the time. taken away." I had to literally give it to them at seven, get it back at 5:30. Like that was it. So I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Of course, like the one time well, I texted in class way more, but the one time I get caught is like the week where I need to be. on my phone right um so I finally got a hold of Ronnie after this and I was like hey like what's going on and um she was like I mean it's true I am a girl um I'm not gay I she thought being gay was super weird um she was like I'm not gay and I was like okay are you trans and she said nope it was just I fell into this lie and kept up this lie and that's where we're at and I was like okay Um, okay. I don't really know how to take this information, but I don't. How do you stop being friends with someone that you've been friends with and also are in love with? And at this point in our relationship, there were mutual feelings. Um, sorry, I should have made that clear before, but yeah, we were like talking, talking at this point. Um, so I was just kind of like, I just now you're not only like figuring out that the person you're in love with is not who they said that they were in love with or said that they were, but you're like mourning this death of this person that will never come back So after that. Conversation- so you're,
0: you're meaning like Nick. So yes. like Nick yep. is like a person that like is, is gone. Is gone. Yes. Yeah. So okay. it's
1: like, I'm sitting here. Like I really want to just grab the phone and call Nick, but Nick mm-hmm. is li- gone. I will never, ever talk to that person again. And whoever that person was in my head or anything that has been like ripped away from me in that second. So it's Mm -hmm. dealing with that, dealing with, I mean, I think that when you hear like a parental like figure on the phone tell you that very negatively that their daughter's going through something and you're never going to talk to that person again, you're in protective mode too, because you're like, Mm -hmm. these are very normal things. I also, how I grew up, these things, like being gay, anything that was not weird, um, I had, I mean, my school educated us on these topics. We read read books Mm -hmm. on these topics. So this was not a weird thing for me, but it was Mm -hmm. clearly a weird thing for her family. So you're just like going through all of this stuff. Now she's saying that she's not gay. She's not trans. She's just a girl. She was with a boyfriend actually the whole time. And that's that.
0: Wow. So... When you got that call from her dad, did it occur in your mind? Like, am I gay? Like, did you kind of have that almost like, oh my gosh, like I've been talking to a woman? Like, did you, you mentioned that you feel really educated about it, you've talked about it in your school, et cetera. So, did you, did it even really bother you at that point? You're like, oh, like, okay, like love is love. Like, what were your thoughts when you heard that this person who you thought was a male? was a female? Um, I think at first,
1: actually, I really don't think it ever hit me, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, It was not a weird thing. So I think what happened was, so we went on from that conversation of she's not gay. I was like, okay, well, let's still be friends. So we're friends. And I want to say about a week after that, um, I think she called me babe in a conversation. And I was like, okay, no. Like, are you calling me babe? Like, are we going back to that relationship? What's going mm-hmm. on? Like, I am so lost. Like, it doesn't matter. And she said to me, she was like, well, you're not gay. And I said, but I love you. Mm. So mm. It, you can't pretend that you don't love somebody. And everything was online at that point. There was nothing physical. So it was like, even more, like, I'm not going to not love you because you're a girl. So that mm-hmm. was really it. So we said, Definitely. she said, okay, you don't care that I'm a girl. I said, nope. And that was that So right. it was like, um, I think, no, I, I want to say, I never even had that thought of like, oh my God, she's a girl. Like, what does that mean? I just mm-hmm. felt instead of thought about it and yeah, led with absolutely. that.
0: So when you're, I just want to back yeah. up for a second, because you go to an all girls school, And they actually educate you on these kind of relationships. And I I don't know if that's from me going to a public school and also growing up in a very conservative family, like Mm -hmm. just Christian values. We went to churches that were like, you know, the judgy churches. Mm -hmm. That's like where we attended. Mm -hmm. Now, were we a part of that judgy crowd? No, because we were always the ones being judged. But it was still like, that's where we grew up. And so when it was, when I when I hear that and you're like yeah we've read books about it we've done this I'm like I'm like okay hold on you're at an all girls school and they're also educating you on homosexuality mm-hmm. so what was that for you and how did you feel like that worked being in an all girls school like did did that really make any form of a difference like were there still platonic relationships as well as like potentially sexual relationships with people there and and what was that like learning about sure it? Um, I'm trying to think
1: <laughs> so uh The point of like this going on in my life, um, I think people may be younger than me, but I was really the first one in my friend group and kind of my group of people. And I really want to say, I don't want to say the whole school because this was my senior year I was leaving. And I think the people coming in were a little bit more open about their sexuality, but I was really Mm -hmm. the first gay person in my class for that was open about it. Um, okay. So it's really weird. Um, we did like a memoir project, our senior year of college or sorry, high school. Mm -hmm. And we read a book called she's not there. And it's about, Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember the author's name. I think Boland is the last name. Um, okay. And it was about her transition. So all of this literally happened. Like I got the call from Ronnie's dad the last day we read this book. So it was like, just the timing was just so weird because we were like in my English class talking every day about this woman transitioning, um, from male to female. So it was okay. just like, I'm reading like literally the thought process of someone going through this issue and talking about it, like with my peers as mm-hmm. I get after class, figure out that the guy that I'm talking to is now a girl. So I think, um, and they had, you know, um, a lot of speakers come in all the time and cover like gay topics. We had um, Rodney Glasgow, who's a really big, um, I guess, LGBTQ um, speaker. He's a teacher. Cool. He would come in and do exercises with us about inclusivity, um, mm-hmm. being open. Um, and not to the point where people were uncomfortable, like we loved when these people would come and talk to us. Um, right. and we really loved having her. I mean, it was really like a college classroom. So we would just sit there, have the book, read, you know, this much. And then we would just talk about all of these different topics. So it really like one, it was a, such a safe space for me. Um, but yeah, so I think that, yeah, I was kind of the first not the first. I don't want to say that. I don't want to make myself sound like, oh, this, like, person that I wasn't. But I think I was really a, the first comfortable person, like, in my skin at the time who really came out of right. there. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So you get the call. You you go on another week. Ronnie calls you babe. You kind of distinguish then, are, is this a relationship or not? And where does it go from there?
1: Um, so we ended up dating for okay. two and a half years, I think. Um, so we met when I went for my college orientation for OWU. So we still only talked, FaceTimed everything on the phone for months
0: after that. Um, so I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. One more question to back up. Was Nick coming on to Skype Oh, sorry. Man. Yes. Like how, okay. Okay. No, sorry. I, I didn't even remember sorry, to ask yeah. that. So, so how did that presentation change in yeah, work? Yeah. So, um,
1: yeah, normally I'm telling these people like in person so I can show them like Nick Miller's Facebook and like, this is what he looked like. And this is what he is. Um, so I kind of forgot to describe that, but, um, I like, yeah. <laughs> so, well, I guess Ronnie, um, she, the, okay. So also Think about this as, like, eighth grade when we first started talking. So everyone is just looking, you know, <laughs> really oh, great yeah. in eighth You're grade. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, so she just, like, literally put her hair in a ponytail and put a hat on and wore, like, a cut-off T-shirt. And she was, like, filled out. I mean, she was, like, more muscular than, I mean, me. But, like, than I would say, like, your average girl was at that age. And then continued. I mean, she was in three sports. So the, okay. the person I was looking at was literally the same person. So okay. physically, literally nothing changed. She just sometimes had a ponytail coming out of her hat. So it was like, that's yeah, so funny. right? It, it, and people are like, well, is that not weird? And no, it wasn't. I think that things would have been a lot different if the person that I thought like that I was physically looking at had also changed.
0: Like actually completely yeah. different catfish. Yes times 100 so i think gotcha Yeah, that would have been a whole different
1: like can of worms to open and figure out but because i was talking to the same person and that didn't change things were a lot easier also
0: okay so like five what five years later you guys finally yeah i would say
1: five and a half yeah (gasps) oh my gosh (laughs) we met at a woo um her mom and her best friend drove down and then it was like me and my mom. And so we um walked around the Um That was like, I don't know. We just didn't know what to do. It was really like this big moment for the two of us uh-huh. that we had talked about for so long. I mean, even before this all happened about meeting and um yeah, it was really weird to like finally have this relationship that we wanted, like actually in person but also like with your moms there like that's so weird um so it was really awkward au- it was really awkward um <laughs> <laughs> at least you can own it you're like it was not yeah, what. No. You thought. It <laughs> like and to she also came from a really religious um household so all of this like her being gay was hard for her family um i would say once we broke up and she kind of started to see other like other girls I think that it kind of changed for them and they were like, Oh, okay. Like it isn't Becca that's making this weird um,
0: uh-huh.
1: or like making her gay or whatever they they said. Um, so now it's like comfortable for her. Um, but at this point, yeah. So it was like really weird. She grew up with this like religious family and her mom's there and her best friend. And we're all like, Oh my God, like, do we hold hands? Can we hold hands? Like, Mm-hmm. Do we kiss? Like, I'm not kissing you in front of my mom, let alone your mom. Like, that's even weirder. Um, so, yeah, it was just the first time is really weird and unconventionally weird, too. Um, right. But, yeah, I mean, then when I started going to school to Owoo like, full time, um, I started going there, I think, every weekend and went and visited her every weekend.
0: Oh yeah. my gosh. And how, so how did that, did it, was it able to progress a little bit and feel like a oh, normal yeah. relationship or, or, and how were her parents, like what's her dad still involved? Um,
1: so when, I, so when I was a freshman in college, she was a senior in high school. Um, so she was still kind of, I mean, living under her parents' roof. She didn't have the freedom that college gives you. Um, So, yeah, um, her family was still involved. Um, I mean, I I think partly we met really weird. We met online. So, obviously, your parents are going to be a little bit like, who is this? What are their intentions? Things like that. Um, But they definitely thought that I, like, made, for lack of, this is what they said, but made Ronnie gay. Um, So, there was definitely a lot of resentment there. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. they, there were comments made like for her sake that I'm not going to repeat, but no, it was really, really hard. I'd never, um, like wrongly been victimized about something, but I was this person that like did so much bad because of her sexuality. When in reality it was so Mm -hmm. completely the opposite. But when you have somebody you love, what are you going to do? I I just kind of took it. I mean, I was also a lot younger, way less confident at that point. If that happened now, we would be in a completely different situation. But I just sat there and I was just like, well, you're actually just wrong. Um, mm-hmm. and I wasn't, you know, disrespectful or anything, but they questioned me. They said a lot of things to me. And I was just like, one day, one day it'll click for them. It's not going to be now. I right. Can't do anything. Um, so yeah, it was, it, we had a, a rough relationship. Um, because of that like our relationship was good but having somebody pretty much always looking over you is was really really hard
0: right i mean i can only imagine even just being in relationships myself when you don't have that relationship with the with your significant other's Mm -hmm. family it makes things hard and it doesn't even matter the sexuality involved in your relationship but not having that confirmation on both sides is just very difficult. And I can only imagine then throwing in this kind of unconventional part of your relationship. It could be, it could make them even more right. flustered. So take me through then the rest of the relationships. You start visiting, how how long was that able to go on and what was life like then going into, it, it sounds like a breakup. How did <laughs> yeah, that happen? Yeah, so um, we,
1: so that, this is my freshman year. So we dated until, I want to say, like, my mid-sophomore year of college. So we just did that. We just – I went to prom with her. That was my first and only prom. Um, so that was really Woo-hoo! fun. I think yeah. we, were, we had to get special permission to go together, too. So she had to, like, go to her oh, principal, I think, and say, like, hey, I want to bring my girlfriend because girls couldn't bring girls. Um, yeah. Really? So, oh. yeah, it was it was weird. But I, I'm like – huh. I I think in that, at that point for her, I was very headstrong in who I was. Um, So like, I didn't, a lot of people say like, oh, so how did you come out? How did you come out? I don't ever, I don't ever think that I like came out. I just, one day I posted a picture of Ronnie and I and was like, love you. You know, all those corny captions that we used to do. Um, And people were like, I know one girl commented and she was like, is that a girl? And I was like, (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I just, I didn't address it. I didn't acknowledge it. I was just dating a girl and that's me and Mm -hmm. you can either like Mm it or not. So we dated, um, yeah, until my sophomore year of college. And then I think, I mean, everybody's like first relationship. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people, that's not going to be your last, um, But also we had so much going on all the time with fighting with her parents with, I mean, every time I visited her, um, I had to get a hotel. I couldn't like, I couldn't stay at their house. So it was so expensive. I didn't have a car my freshman year. So I was renting a car, driving the three and a half hours to Pennsylvania. Yep, oh my gosh! Hotel. She had a curfew, so she had to go home, and she would sneak out in the mornings. I mean, she would literally sleep at her house, sneak out at like I don't know four thirty in the morning, and come back, and we would spend the day together, and then do it again, and then Sunday we would part ways, and then the next Friday I would go up there.
0: Oh my gosh! So was the tail end of the relationship just the fact that it was like I can't, we can't do this no, um, anymore? I
1: think it was more. She was finally in college. Um, She was a freshman when we broke up and Uh being gay wasn't that weird like for her. And she was like, wow, like I can actually be gay with people that I like and that are friends. And I can, there's not like a weird um, anxiety about being like, oh my God, people are going to think I'm so weird because I'm gay. Like, how do I pretend? So she could just be her. And I think she wanted to just be her. And I think she wanted to go yeah. have other experiences, go see what other like girls were out there. Um, like I I had dated men before. Um, uh-huh. so I was that's not where I was in my life, but obviously she was and that's totally fine. Um, so yeah, I think we just were like, you know what? I want I want to also enjoy college. I don't want to be driving there every weekend. Um, and I also don't want to take any of that dating meeting new people, getting excited about a person, you know, I don't want to take that away either. Um,
0: Yeah. So we just
1: ended it and we're still friends. I literally texted her. I was like, Hey, I'm going to be talking about you. (laughs) Um, And she's like, Oh my God, what are you going to
0: say? So I mean, yeah, we talk like frequently still. Wow. That, that is amazing because I think that as much as a relationship, regardless again of orientation can be, so heartbreaking or so new like to have that understanding especially with your first relationship to just be like hey we can still support each other especially you know now throw in being gay it's just such a a supportive community i feel and so for you both to just be like hey like we want the best for each other um and for you to be able to be like hey like i want you to be confident in who you are And go explore that. I think that that's such a a beautiful lesson that you both were able to have for, for so many freaking years. I mean, how many years was that total that you were kind of like together?
1: Probably like around almost four, but I mean, we have, I mean, even still, like we were best friends talking every day, like with a lot of love for each other for like eight and a half years, I think it ended up being before we broke up but I mean, we're still friends. So yeah. So wow. it was like, just, so, right. I mean, also eight and a half years is a long time to, again, yeah. it wasn't romantic that whole time, but I mean, it's, it's a lot. It is. So I think
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not
1: taking that break was also good. Like, okay, who am I without this person? Like I did not know right. who I was without Ronnie. And I, you know, I was, you know, her first girlfriend, her first, so many things like her first person she was out with on social media all of this so she didn't mm-hmm. really know her identity her sexual identity nothing without me you know so right. it's just oh, there's absolutely. so much so yeah
0: so now do you still identify as being gay or are like do you identify as like bisexual or are you just like you love who you love, like, what is, what is that for you in the LGBTQ yeah. um, community? So
1: ever since meeting Ronnie or dating Ronnie, I haven't dated, um, another guy. I would say like, at first it was kind of, I love who I love. Um, and now mm-hmm. I just can't stand boys at all. Um, <laughs>
0: I'm just yeah, like, now,
1: I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm just like, no. Um, so no, I, I am hundred percent gay. Um, (laughs) that's who I am. Um, it took me a while, I think, to get there. I think there was a lot of pressure for that not to be there. Um, to be like, you know, everyone, I mean, like the first thing that I told my mom, because I I didn't really come out to a lot of, you know, like, hey, oh, I'm dating a girl, um, in a weird way. But I did, when I did come out to my mom, um, the first thing she said was, but you've dated boys your whole life. Um, and I was like, right, Mm -hmm. but that can change and like your sexuality can literally change without even you Mm -hmm. realizing it. Like I didn't really realize when Ronnie and I started talking as Ronnie and me um, that I wouldn't date another guy. Um, I didn't really even think about it, but just as time went on, I think I just realized like there's so much like else out there. Um, And I really, I like dated Ronnie. I dated a girl in between and then my current girlfriend, Devin. And um, I just realized, like, the relationship there, too, is so much more important to me. And this is, like, not discrediting any straight relationship at all. But my, like, gay relationships were just different. And um, it's literally, like, dating your best friend and being with them all the time, which is, one, a lot. It is a lot. (laughs) But I (laughs) I really valued that relationship that I had and I was like, that's what it is that that's it I'm
0: not dating another guy right well and I think that's it's just amazing because everyone is is wired differently and beautifully like I, I think that the beauty that we have in being able to love whoever that is, um, it doesn't, you know, like you said, it doesn't discredit anyone who's straight. Like it doesn't discredit anyone who's gay. Um, it doesn't discredit anyone who's, who's both, right. you know, who doesn't, or who just doesn't know yet. Um, there's no superior orientation. And I think that's where sometimes, um, people like, especially in the straight community, it comes down to is like, Oh, well, like I'm straight. Like you say it, like I, like you belong on right. a pedestal. Like, Oh, like I'm, <laughs> I'm straight. So I was like, well, and it's like, I, I'll say it till the day I die. Like the day I die, I don't think any of us are one hundred percent straight. Whether there whether there's been action taken in that <clears throat> um, in pursuing a different sort of relationship doesn't mean that you're what are the people calling on TikTok super oh, straight yeah, or some I bullshit. That. I oh girl, I can't I can't even. I just I'm don't like care. no matter what. I mean, I I'm just like I don't care. We can't go there. It Doesn't <laughs> matter. But I just think that it's it's amazing to be able to have these different relationships and you even dating men in the past and now just being like, you know, yeah, men didn't work out and I really like girls and that like, and that's awesome. Um, so how has your family been in your later part of life? So like, you know, you're 25, you're, you're kind, you're definitely in yourself. You're confident with where you're at. How is that reciprocated now versus what it was, you know, yeah. eight years ago? Um,
1: So <laughs> my parents really... My dad always was just kind of like, as long as you're not dating the guys that you dated, I don't care who you date. It could be a frog. Just date someone better. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he, right from like the get go, was just, I just want you to be happy. My mom was definitely a little bit strange. She didn't really call my girlfriends like my girlfriend. It was my friend until Devon. So I've been dating Devin for almost five years in November. Um, yeah. Oh my god. Long gosh. time coming. So we're just you know waiting for the end of that that ring, but um, yeah, I, she was the first like girlfriend that my mom called my girlfriend. Oh, that's Becca's girlfriend. That mm-hmm. Becca and Devin, Becca and you know it wasn't Becca's friend. Yeah. Um, so it took. I think it did take kind of a while. Um, but like my parents absolutely love her. Um, they like literally mm-hmm. talk to her like on the phone, like without me being around, like I can just give up the phone and they can talk Aww. and they weren't like that with anybody else. I mean, I do definitely think it has to do with the person, but they, it's not weird for
0: them now. Um, yeah, well, and I'm sorry, do you have any other oh, siblings? Yeah, so I have a younger brother. Okay. And so uh, is, he yeah. he asked? Asked, is he straight? Do you mind if I ask? Is he straight? Okay. So how is that dynamic? Like, how was he supportive in you also coming out as gay? Like, was that weird for him as like a brother?
1: Um, to be honest, we actually, I never even asked him now that I'm thinking about, I've never asked if he cared. That's, I probably should. Um,
0: but (laughs) I'm like, I just wonder, I'm like, man, Becca's going to like, come take my girlfriend from me. (laughs) Like, oh my
1: God. No, um, I, well, for one, I've always, I've lived away all of high school and since, so I was kind of going through this away from him. Um, but my brother, like literally loves me so much. It's ridiculous. Like he just is also like my best friend so we it's never been weird or he's never said it was weird he would definitely say if something was weird for him um but no I mean like we make jokes he's you know super funny we make jokes about it all the time so no I think I don't think it was weird for him um I just think he's just like yep that's my sister like there we go <laughs> another <Yeah>. thing <laughs>
0: um. Right. And I, I love that. So you and Devin, been together mm-hmm. five years. Potential <laughs> ring on the horizon. At least you listens to this and potential you know, ring on it the horizon. Devin, Devin baby. We need the ring. And I'm not talking ring light. <laughs> we need a ring. Um are are you guys are you at all interested in having children? What what does your future look like? Yeah, in so, perfect world?
1: Yes, we want children. Um <clears throat> it's kind of interesting. So So being adopted for me my whole life, I was like, I want my own kids. I want my biological kids. Um, That's what I Mm -hmm. want because I need to feel that connection with somebody. Um, Now I don't feel that way. And I think that this, like, really just shows, like, how much, like, I love this person. Um, I want to Mm -hmm. have her kids so bad. It's unreal. So um, basically what would happen is we would, like, take her egg. And match it with a sperm okay. donor. Um, and then I would be the one caring. So.
0: Okay. And so if you don't mind me asking, I don't want to, like, poke and prod. How does that decision go down in a homosexual relationship? Like, how do you guys decide on that? Does one person, like, want it versus the other? Like, how how is that conversation Yeah, so up?
1: Devin actually gets like sick at the sight of a pregnant belly she thinks it's the most disgusting thing oh. she's ever seen so <laughs> that decision was made very quickly she Girl. It's awful I'm like you know like I'm gonna have a pregnant okay. belly for months like and like more than once like you're gonna have to get over this um so yeah that's kind of how that was decided but I think okay um I don't know. I really think it is super different for every relationship. I've always taken on, like, mm-hmm. the more, like, girly, I guess, role in all of my relationships. So in all, I think, of my relationships, when we had ever talked about kids, I was always going to be the one pregnant. Um, okay.
0: And so when you say, though, like, you want to have her kid, how was then that decided? You know what I mean? Like, how were you like, oh, like, we want to use your egg then.
1: Um I don't know. Like, I don't really remember the moment that we decided that. I think we had – so there's so much – We ha- so we really haven't looked into it a whole lot, like the process or anything, just because right, it's a right. lot of money. And I was like, I don't really oh, want to imagine the time or effort until, like, we are in that headspace because that's a lot. It's a lot. You have to do so much research and figure it all out. And I was like, until we, like, financially are okay – I'm not going to like look into the process so much. Um, but I would say when we were talking about the process of getting pregnant is when um, we kind of decided, oh, so like, where's the egg going to come from? Is it going to be my egg? Is it going to be your egg? Is it going to be, are we going to do both? Like, are we going to have <laughs> one of each? Um, right. Right. So yeah, I think that's pretty much when you talk, you really talk about it um, because you do, you, you, can't just wake up one day and be pregnant. Um, so I think right. those are when that's when those conversations start.
0: Right. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's so exciting though. And when you said take one from each, <laughs> I like squealed. I'm like, oh my god, that's so cute. It's like, hey, it's yeah, right, here and exactly. Kate, you're next. Um, literally, literally, so cute. Um, well, that it. I think that's so beautiful too. And it just goes to show that like, being a mother is also so fluid, you. There's so many ways to be a mother. Being a mother doesn't always have to be biological. Being a mother doesn't always have to even come from you, or you don't even have to be the mother, whatever you want to call it. It's that is just going to be such a special journey for you guys when that time comes, um, and it, especially being able to do it together with your best friend after you get the after you right. get that damn ring, Devin. <laughs> get the damn ring. Um, it's going to be amazing. So I guess a follow up question to that. Is you mentioned, taking on a little bit more of a girlier role. Is that common in a gay relationship for one to kind of have a masculinity and like a femininity side? Or is it just kind of like how your relationships tended to come Um, out? I
1: think, um, I want to say yes and no. Yeah, that's how my relationships um, were always. Um, But I think that it really depends on like the two people that are in the relationship just because so there are so many I don't know how to like phrase this correctly but there's so many different things like identities that people take or have um that it's hard to say like Mm -hmm. oh yeah there's one girlier person or not um but that's just who I am like I do my makeup I do my hair I like get my nails done every three weeks. And she is just not that way at all. (laughs) She like, okay. A lot of people are like, okay, so she is like a boy. She like wants to be a boy or she, um, like likes boy things. And I'm like, no, that's not how it is. Um, a lot of people think that there's one girl and there's one guy that wears boys clothes and that's what it is. Um, no, she's just, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, she's like, Five nine, super long, beautiful blonde hair, who also likes to wear men's jeans and a plain t shirt, and that's who she is. You know?
0: Right, right. And I, I, that's a, yeah, no, that's a great point that you bring up because it, a lot of times I feel like the gay community gets roped into sometimes like the cross dressing and mm-hmm. trans community because they think just because you like to dress, A little bit more masculine or maybe you're a male that just loves to like do makeup they claim or they like people look at you and think oh well then they obviously want to like transition it's like no like they're actually like really confident with where they are kind of like i for lack of explanation we just most of us know who jeffree star is and jeffree star obviously heavily is feminine but he's never even wanted to transition because that's right. like not mm-hmm. who he is you know and so i think you know again for lack of explanation that's a good example of someone who like loves the feminine side embraces sometimes a masculine but has no want to want to transition and then that doesn't mean you have to just because you carry a different uh gender right. role if that no, is I think like that kind true. of a word and also i think there's like a pressure
1: to, um, to like for people to transition or they're like, ne- like people need it to make sense, right? So being gay doesn't make sense to a lot of right. people. So when you have someone who is girly like me, they want Devin to want to be a boy because that makes sense. And mm. that is conventional. Her being a girl mm. who, I mean, she doesn't necessarily like boys clothes or anything like that, but dress is very, just like, unisex for a lack of better term. I don't know. Just like jeans and a t-shirt. Like that is weird. That is troubling to people. People don't Mm -hmm. understand that. So what, like, who are you? Do you like men's clothes or what are you doing? Or what manly aspects do you have? And she doesn't really, but like, she likes to work out. Okay. But like they, they need her to make a decision or any person in that position to make a decision. And that's, it just doesn't have to be made. You don't
0: have to do those things. Right. Right. That's yeah. And that, that totally makes sense, especially from an outsider looking in who might just not be as accepting as others. It's like, okay, well, if they're going to do this then they need to decide, then they need to just like choose what they want to do. It's like, dude, if it's first off, not even affecting you, it's like, relax, (laughs) but also the fact that it, it does, it makes people uncomfortable. And I think that as, as much as we have a lot of steps that still need to be made, um, in the LGBTQ plus community, I think that a lot of really great steps have been made in the past, even five years, even since I was in college, you know, I, I feel like there's just so much more that I've learned. There's so much more that's out there. There there's TV shows, there's places where you can even just watch people go through these transitions very openly, um, People go through even just, you know, gay relationships. It, it doesn't matter. But I think that there's a lot more out there to where it, it is a little bit more. Um, it, de- it doesn't need as much of an explanation right, right. as maybe it did right. a few that's, years ago. That's something
1: I did want to bring up or what I'm going to say. So growing up in Boston versus like Columbus was really weird for me um, because I feel like I guess I came out or I was openly gay for the first time in a very conservative place, Um, like Boston, no one cares. You can do whatever you want. Um, But coming here and like Devin's grown up here. Devin knows the people. She knows all of the areas. Um, So when we first got together, you have me who's this huge personality um, that does not care if someone's going to look at me the wrong way. If someone's going to question my sexuality, I don't care. You can ask. I'll either explain it to you Mm -hmm. or not give you the time of day, depending on my mood but Devin is not like that. So she doesn't want the attention. She, and this is just when we started like just when we got together, it's changed and evolved as I think we've gotten older and, and more comfortable. Um, but she would not hold my hand like in public. She was not comfortable with that. Um, being mm. in a place where she didn't actually feel safe being out when we were out and about, um, That was really, really weird for me. And that was really hard because you have two like conflicting personalities. I'm like, well, they're just going to have to accept you. So it doesn't matter. Just do the things that I'm doing. Hold my hand. Do this. She's like, no, I'm not comfortable with that. And I'm not going to pretend to be comfortable because you want to hold my hand. Um, So I think that's something that's Mm -hmm. really important to just – well, one, just – the areas that you are in, are in are not the same and having yeah. to take a step back and be like, oh, okay, this isn't actually about me. This is about her being comfortable with herself. Um, Cause not everyone that is gay comes out and is like screaming from the rooftops. Like people go through hard, like I didn't, I was very thankful my family like accepted me and they love me and the people that I'm with, I mean, aside from Ronnie's family, that, that was difficult, but not right. a hard coming out, but they didn't kick her out. They didn't do anything. But every single right. person's journey on their sexuality, coming out, whatever you want to call it, is different, even in the gay community. So I was ready at that point in my life mm-hmm. to be out and not care, and she was not. So I think that's something, I don't know, that needs to be talked about. You need to have, like, even within the gay community, outside, whatever, you have to respect people's boundaries, and that's really important. Because I didn't really have any until coming to a more conservative place. And now I, like, you know, when I, I sometimes when I'm around certain people, I do hesitate to say that I'm gay where I wouldn't have done that, um, like, back, back home. Um, So there are situations more now that I feel myself like, okay, is this a safe space for me? do I come out or do I just not? And, mm. you know, like work, do you come out? Do you not come out at work? That's a really weird thing, the place that mm. I work. Um, I don't think a lot of those people, the people that I work with or like work around, I guess, um, really had a lot of relationships with gay people. So I kind of was coming out to people for the first time and that was their first time, yeah, right. And again, that was their first time. again. Being around yeah. someone who was gay. Having conflicting views as me, and you know that relationship that was weird. Um, That I so yeah, I just wanted to kind of talk about that because I think it's important. And you're kind of always going to come out. <laughs> you're always going to be in a situation where you have to come out. Yeah. again.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. Well, I when you said yeah, I have to come out to him. It's right. like, well, what about when you get a new job? Like, what about when you? Meet a new family, or like you come across someone right. in, at an airport. Or, you know, what I mean? it's like you constantly have to come out um, when the societal yeah. norm is to assume you're straight. Um, and I, I guess you know how how do you change evolution when that has been the norm quote quote norm right for years and years and right. freaking Disney movies and fairy tales and and this and that and so. Again, I think that we're, we're making steps and we're making strides. I think even nowadays, um, mm-hmm. asking pronouns, uh, asking what you're comfortable with before going into a doctor's office, you know, my doctor's office, they changed their, um, things to where it's like, you know, what are your preferred pronouns for today's right. visit? And I, I like, that's awesome. You know, it's, it, it's slowly making things, um, feel normal to everyone, um, which is, it's beautiful. And I do think that, you know, like I said, I grew up in a a Christian community, Christian household. Um, we never looked at any form of sexuality as bad. Again, we were mostly the (laughs) bad Christians, (laughs) but, um, but I, I never was raised around anyone necessarily gay. You know, I had a, a lot of friends in school, a lot of diverse friends that were, just themselves, you know? And, and at that time in my life, I didn't know what they were. Like right. we, did, they didn't know what they were. Like, it's like, what do, what, what do I call myself? I don't know. Um, and you know, then we get to high school and they come out and, and it comes down to the fact that they're gay and they finally can say like, I'm gay. I, I know what I am. I can identify as gay. I like this. I don't like this, etc. Um, and so I think that at such a young age, you just like, don't really understand. So when you're in eighth grade talking to Ronnie, Right, it's confusing, but uh, yeah, Nick. You know, we we get it. We get it, though. You you're just following normal suit, you know, of what's comfortable and what you've been right. Just doing your whole life, and then so to to find that switch, but know this person was still a person you loved. I think to just have that open acceptance is is a very tall tale of like your heart. And so, I mean, I just applaud you for that because I think a lot of people could get in that situation and find out that he was a she and be like, Oh my gosh, right. that makes me gay. I need to get out right now. This is not what I want. It's not what I want, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think that being able to just be open is something that hopefully is more comfortable for people nowadays than to feel as if they have to be like tapped into this box. Um, and again, coming from those household, the household of mine, I, um, you know, I never really, I personally never explored that route, and and what right, happened right. if I would have? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, it just was something that never really came about for me. And that, but that doesn't mean that sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I really do be thinking. I'm like, oh, my my for you page on TikTok is very confusing. So I'm not, even I'm not sure what's going on now, and I'm happily married. Um, but I I think just being able to feel confident in seeing anyone as attractive, seeing anyone as um someone to love and that's what we all need to be better at. You know, we're all (laughs) lovable. We're all freaking lovable. We're all so we're also cute and lovable. And um that's the kind of mentality that, you know, we want to bring into our community. Um as in like, you know, my like DBFT and uh, here and brunch with Desby. You know, everyone's everyone's lovable. Let's just say that. (laughs) Everyone is
1: (laughs) I did want to bring up so I'm doing your challenge day one. Um it's fine. Haven't done it yet. But yeah <laughs> it, it's fine we're good Might we're gonna get there tomorrow. um but when you posted um like what are your pronouns um all of that I was like I saw that I was like oh my gosh like oh my gosh oh my gosh and I just sat there and I was like every time someone commented I would like look and see it. but so many people were like oh my god I love that you're doing this like these are my pronouns like thank you and they were you know I'm guessing that they, not all everybody that commented that was gay but just people who are also not gay, thankful for Mm -hmm. a space that's created, like, you created a space now because you posted that. I mean, I think that everybody knows that you are, you love everybody, but it just, within that thread, it was just, like, okay, so, like, I can be myself, like, sometimes, and and I'm, again, not, not saying that I couldn't be before, but I think sometimes people forget, like, you do have to come out again, like we've already talked about. So when people were saying that and people were actually mm-hmm. like, wow, thank you. Like, y- you know, you always make us feel good. Like you have, you've created this space now. I was like, okay, like
0: I- I'm okay to be me. No, that's awesome. And I love that you bring that up. because I, obviously I would never like Poking prod of like, hey, did you like my post? Like, <laughs> I don't care. Um, but I, I did. it I immediately was like, because I meant mm-hmm. to put it on our assessment. So if you guys are like listening, if our listeners are like, what the fuck's going on? Obviously, Becca's in my challenge, which is so cool. Um, but on our assessments, we have you know na- name, height, weight, blah, blah, blah. and I meant to edit the assessment, especially this challenge around after being more educated. And I wanted to put pronouns, but I just complete, it just slipped my mind to even edit the assessment. So I posted in the Facebook group and I just said, Hey, um, you know, picture for attention, but what are your pronouns? I want everyone to feel comfortable here. Um, you know, I personally go by she, her, and you know, that's, that's me, whatever. And, um, and so again, Becca, as she just explained, we had a thread of people just commenting and being just very grateful for the inclusive environment. And so I could only imagine, you know, you Becca or even other people in the challenge that we might, we don't know their sexuality. Like I don't ask that Um, to just have that deep breath and just be like, Oh, even if you still, even if you're gay and you go by your gender pronouns of she, her, or Mm -hmm. he, him, whatever your gender is. um, Even just to know that it's a space that we're accepting everyone that sigh of relief can be so empowering. And then for you to post your introduction and be like, this is my girlfriend, Devin, how, <laughs> like how much more comfortable would you feel, yeah. you know, sharing that instead, instead of having to question like, okay, is this like a right. girly, girly community? Is this like a, a rough, you know, badass girl community? Like, where am I at? Um, and so I'm glad that that can make you feel that way because it's, who knows who right, else right we could have empowered with that post to, to introduce themselves in, in what, right what could even be new for them um you know hey i i think i'm bisexual but here's the girl i'm talking to she's cute and i have a dog right. and i'm from xyz um it, it's it makes it a safe space yeah, and and so even, i'm glad like, that you, I you feel that way a question
1: box on i don't remember which instagram it was um
0: <laughs> right <laughs> yeah literally one of my <laughs> like, seven so is literally, literally like, I was like
1: oh my god Like uh, look at this and she was like wait who is that i was like Yes, and she was like wait I'm sorry. That's another Instagram. I was like, just yeah. That's not the point. Can you just look at her baby? Okay, (laughs) don't worry (laughs) about it. It's fine. But um, yeah, sorry. But I think you said I don't remember what it was, but I think we could just like say something and just an open place for us to say something. Um, and someone was like, I think I'm by, but I'm not sure. And it was after. I think it was after I had actually like initially emailed you, like, hey, I think we should talk about this. Um, but there were a couple of people saying, like, oh, I'm like questioning my sexuality or I'm gay, I haven't told anybody. And then like the Patreon group was going off, and like everyone was sharing like these really funny stories, but like some of them were like kind of gay a little bit. And I was just like, Okay, like I really do want to talk about this because like I feel like sometimes alone, like, am I the only gay person? Like, not just with you, but like in any community that I'm in. Like, oh my God, am I the only gay person in the room?
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I was like, wow, like, I really want to talk about this because these, like, girls that are, like, sitting here, like, I don't know what to do. Um, can, am I able to come out? I don't know. I was like, I just want people to be, like, yes, you can. And, like, you can do yeah, that in this absolutely. community that you've made. Like, and a little plug here, but you really have. You've made this community that people can be comfortable. And they, like, pretty much are all women except for a few. And so, like girls can come here and be confused and like there are people like I would talk to anybody like I mean anyone anywhere but like if someone hears this and was like I don't know who to talk to I'm confused I'm always there so like but it was really cool to just see that and I was like yeah like wow they're like are and I know that's like stupid because I don't I'm not I don't really think about this all the time but just seeing it like on the screen like on your post like other people are going through things I was like wow okay like there are more people that just like your conventional person. And I feel good about that.
0: Yeah. Well, I I think if you look at my profile, you see me, I'm married, I have a child. You're going to assume obviously straight through and through. So you think of the audience that I probably have and you're like, Oh, well all these girls here are probably straight too and married and have babies, et cetera, et cetera. And so I, I like to bring that you know change of tune and make sure that people know like yeah like i'm i might be straight and have a husband and a baby but that doesn't mean that right my right. community isn't diverse you know and i think that being so open and supportive to any community in general is what it's allowed our communities to thrive because we do although we're literally the whole coaching <laughs> staff are straight women. Um, but we love, we love the gays. Like we, we are so here for everyone. Um, and it's just, it's so apparent that that's what makes our group so diverse, you know, without even trying is just because we are so accepting of, um, anything. And so, yeah, we, we got a lot of girls, man, the (laughs) the intimacy of our group chats, you know, I'm like, man, we got a, (laughs) we got a lot of confused ladies here, um, that we need to get situated and figured out. Um, but it's, it's fun. It's, it's all fun and it's just all love. And that's what I I like about it the most is that it's just, it's not awkward. And it's just, like you said, it's just, it's safe. It's safe and it's fun and it's real. Um, and it makes people like you feel comfortable and, um, and also help the other people, you know? And so that, that's the cool part too. Like I can't, I can't help someone who's you know hey des how do i come out to my family right. like, I, I don't right. know like give them a card like i i've i've never been i've never been there um so to have a, a, a differentiating stories in our community you know you can help someone that i can't and that, that's the beauty behind having all of us together is that we're, we're a team yeah and i didn't better so together for that
1: the other day and i was like just keep doing that because you don't know, like, who's going to see that because not everyone's going to follow your stuff every day. I mean, like, I'm so weird. Like, I literally see your stuff every day, Mm -hmm. but not everyone's like that. It's (laughs) fine. But whoever, like, if someone needed to see that that day, they did. And they see, okay, like, right, you know, people put money into your community. That's not so they're putting money into someone Mm -hmm. that does support them at the end of the day. And I think that's so important. And just I don't, just speaks for itself.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, I appreciate it, Becca. I do. I truly do it. And I know that, you know, this but like I, I do it because it's natural for me. I, I couldn't imagine putting someone in a, a space that feels weird, a pl- place that they feel judged, etc. Like I, even <laughs> when I talk shit about gym shark and Balance athletica, baby, it, baby, if that's all you wear, <laughs> I don't care. I, I just poke around. I just have fun. And and I know that yes, everyone I mean, still don't wear still it wears yourself, it. Like, <laughs> I, I don't care. It's I literally still, still don't wear it, but it's fine. Um, but it's, it, everything is done out of love and I do it out of just being me. And it's people like you that allow, allow me to be me too. Cause you support it and it makes, mm-hmm. it empowers me to keep doing it. Right. Cause it's, Hey, yeah, I got people that love it. So fuck. Yeah. I'm going to keep just doing me. I don't have to put up this front, etc. So it's people like you that I'm glad I can share your story and um, be able to also, you know, even just receive feedback. So, like, to hear that that post meant a lot to you, it's like hell yeah, dude. I'm glad that I did that. I'm gonna keep doing it. Like, that's really cool. Um, and even tonight, sunscreen and sarcasm. Maybe I'll put up a question <laughs> box. Who's, who in the here is gay? Let's chat about it. Who might be gay? Who needs help? Um, but it's it's stuff like that that it it empowers yeah. you to just keep going. So I appreciate you. Um, is there anything that you want to leave the listeners with, whether it be a word of advice? Some something like some hype or something inspirational, whatever whatever is on your heart right now why you want to be policy. I'm just piggybacking off of what we just said,
1: like there's always someone um, who, like understands you, whether you know them or not. Like I don't know personally any of the people like in your community, but there's always someone that's like willing to talk to you, um, whether it's in your community or not. Mm -hmm someone will listen and you will be okay so if anyone's having like a struggle about coming out or what their sexuality is find someone will listen don't be afraid to find that person um so p- there are people can help you figure out the best way to like you said come out to your family um do those things and like people love you um so and you don't have to yeah. figure it out you don't have to come out and be like this is for the rest of my life you can come out and be like, okay, I'm figuring it out. You're allowed to figure it out. You can privately figure it out um, if you need, but you can figure out in in a safe way and learn about yourself. And there are people out there that will listen to you.
0: I love that. Well, and just just a reminder that you are loved (laughs) and you, Becca, are loved. And Devin, you will be loved once you get a (laughs) ring on Becca's finger. Thank you so much. We will, we will <laughs> clap for you yeah, then. No, Until then, zero. no standing ovation for Devin. No standing ovation. Um, but thank you for sharing your story today, Becca. Um, I'm going to have all the information in the description box below. So Becca's IG, just, you know, if you want to like creep on her and Devin, um, along with uh, helplines, community, et cetera, anywhere that you kind of maybe would need to seek out help or seek out inspiration or even just join our community of people that literally don't give a fuck, but do give a fuck about you. So thank you for being on here, Becca. We will text and chat and catch up. Um, and then we'll be on here next Sunday thank you. for another amazing episode. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening today. And thank you again so much, Becca, for just having a really open and fun conversation. At the end of the episode, I was like, holy shit, we talked for like an hour. Um, but it was just so fun to kind of talk and and explore other parts of the topic of homosexuality and like, what does that look like? And I felt really comfortable asking questions that like I might've just not been as educated in. You know what I mean? I Like I told Becca, I haven't really grown up with a lot of people in the LGBTQ plus community. Like I had some friends in school that were gay. And like, I had one of my best good friends in high school was gay. And like, he was the first guy to ever like spend the night at my house. Like my mom let me have my gay best friend spend the night, you know, like it, it was like cool. Um, but that's like the closest I've ever gotten to really understanding like what it means to come out um, and to keep coming out, and like, are you bullied? Are you this? Are you that? Like, I, I wouldn't know, right? I, I just wouldn't. So, um, I'm glad that Becca could accept maybe some of my ignorance and some of my questions, but obviously unintentional, to just kind of deeper understand what that looks like for homosexual couples, and to make that more common, to just understand and be open to understanding and learning. Um, so, if you're out there and you've been maybe like questioning. Your sexuality, maybe you want to explore it, maybe you're just curious, like you're just not really sure. Um, I just re- you know, wanna empower you to know like that's okay. And um I can only imagine how scary it can be for some people with their families, or like if they're in a church or if they're in the spotlight, like whatever that can be. But this past week, obviously big news was that Colton Underwood, former bachelor, um came out as gay. And even that, like, you know, he deactivated his Instagram. He's trending all over Twitter, all over Instagram. Everyone's posting this and posting that. it's just, it's big news, right? It's, it can be a lot. Um, And so no matter what your relative scale is of people finding out, like, just know that you have the power to do that too. And and you deserve to be happy and live your truth, whatever that is. Um, And there's just no, no need to shame anyone for their, sexual orientation period. You know, you can be straight and be great. You can be gay and be great. You can be trans and be great. You can be just bi and be great. You can be just confused and be great. Um, so I just want to make sure that you guys know that you are so accepted in my community. Um, no matter what your pronouns are, no matter what your identity is, no matter what, no matter what, I'm, I'm just so here to cheer you on. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed the episode, super excited for the upcoming episodes and thank you for letting me take a week off last week. I was kind of sad. Like I was like, Oh fuck, I hope they don't forget about me. Um, but here we are back on track. So have a great day. Happy, happy Sunday. And we'll chat next week.